This is the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app. Where am I? Welcome to... Merrickville. Welcome to Tuesday, Sydney, and welcome, Lawrence Mooney. Thank you very much. I'm rolling two days into one this week. Normally yeah. it'd be Monday and Thursday, but the Ashes start on Thursday. That's right. That's right. So it's all going to come out today. It's Tuesday. all going to come out. It's just going to pour <laughs> this is out. The final appearance of Lawrence Mooney <laughs> in Merrickville. It's a little bit sad. But you can't play sad. It won't make any effect because Moonman just told me as I was walking into the studio. He said, "If what did you say? If we haven't been taken said, off air if, by the if stage, if we weren't, if we weren't finishing, someone would finish us today. After, I think after Christopher Pine on Malcolm's voicemail. So stay tuned for it because it's wrong. <laughs> Best day ever." On Thursday, the Ashes starts, and tomorrow, Merrickville will end. But today, the shenanigans begin mm. right now. Shenanigans central. Okay. We have promised that we would do this. We said the last day Moon Man is in, we will bring this back in. Mm. After several alarms were rung about it, mm. it's a very simple segment. Have we got an intro for this? We do. We should have. Bill presents, what did you mean to Google? It's a shit intro, though. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, we got an intro to say exactly what it is. What did you mean to Google? <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Hawking, for the intro. Shout out to our audio producer, Maddie, who's worked tirelessly on this show. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. God, yeah. all right. Well, it should probably work He's a little a bit more kid. tirelessly. Mm. He's a good kid. So, the premise is... <laughs> You, uh, sometimes we go to use our computers and we want to Google something relatively innocent, you know, um, and you put it into the Google machine Mm. and all of a sudden something comes back and that is not what you you were, if you were ever looking for an antique, uh, rug, Mm. Mm. I wouldn't put Mm -hmm. old rugs in there. You you want a dessert and you're thinking, you know what I like? I like bananas and cream. No, I like huge bananas and cream. <laughs> Don't put that in there yep. because that's not going to come up with a dessert. It's or... going to come up with something that somebody's eaten, but it might not be a dessert. <laughs> you might be voting in today that The Guardian, the newspaper, is running an online poll to find out what the 2017 bird of the year is. And you might want to vote for the welcome swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Don't. I'm going to Google welcome swallow. <laughs> Imagine if a Do you like cream pies? <laughs> They're delicious. We have had this. Don't Google it. Here's a bit of a recap of the fantastic calls we've had when we've done this before. So I was um, on the computer with my sister and we'd just seen the Batman movie and she was asking who Gary Oldman was. Um, so I typed in Gary Oldman but forgot to put the R in Gary. <laughs> so I, I used to work in a car dealership and a lot of guys are big on pens. They're buyers, they're Mont Blanc pens and things like that. Yep. And uh, we had a new guy start, and we told him to Google Pen Island. <laughs> <laughs> pen Island. <laughs> uh, okay, don't take, fam- don't take your family there. This I get trip. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mez, you had an incident with what did you mean to Google a little bit more direct, though, that you didn't know about the other day. Because, oh. Lawrence, I don't know if you heard about this, but oh, Mez this... brought his kids in. 
I brought my kids into, into Triple M because I um, their mum was going away, probably drinking in, in something else. I don't know what she's doing, oh. not caring for her children. <laughs> anyway, and uh, so I was looking after the kids. Just speaking of your wife, mm. I did look into the crowd uh, at the Enmore on Saturday night and looked a real, saw a really confused look on your wife's face. <laughs> did you? Yeah. You're really confused? A really confused look. Why? Because <laughs> you told me afterwards that <laughs> she... <laughs> Okay. okay, I think we've, I got, we've got almost a, brought an fair conversation I, on I, it. I've got to cut <laughs> that, cut, cut that she's off. She's listening. Okay. It's about she's where... always listening. No. Okay. So, you said she nearly bogged her pants. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so, Mary, you brought your kids into the station. And what, brought my kids in the station, yes. and I said, and I didn't, I, I'd forgotten their iPads, and I didn't have any toys or any books for anything or anything to entertain them. So I just said to them, "Here, just have a go on Dad's computer." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wolf has got onto my computer, and he was just googling swear words. Swear words. Mm. This is your six-year-old, and your eight-year-old. <laughs> They were go- they was- he had a word program out, and then he was he was what googling. Happens, what happens if you Google like just? The F word. What what happened? It just comes um, up on your screen, and it's there for everyone to see. And then when people are walking past, they see an eight-year-old and a six-year-old on my computer I how terminal. Many responses there are to googling that word. Like, I reckon there are more than eighteen. There's a couple. There's a couple. More than three pages. Kids, if you're listening, do not Google anything. No, ever. Stay off Google. So we are asking one, two, three, five, three. What did you mean to Google? What did you mean to Google? You put something in there, maybe innocently, maybe yeah, maybe it was a parent, maybe it was a child. They've gone to put something in, and it's popped up, and you've gone, "That's not what I expected." Remember that poor bloke, this one of my, his daughter's. (laughs) Remember his daughter's name was Ebony. Ebony and Ivory. Oh, they don't go together on my keyboard. Or, or, or the Ebony wants to cook a pie. No, oh, my favourite, no. my favourite one that we've had from this was the um, the woman who was looking. She really wanted a specific type of dog, a dog, which was a Jack Russell cross with a pug, and they're called Jugs. And she wanted a black one, and mm. she was googling where you could find that type of dog mm. <laughs> in Sydney on the, okay, on the internet. I think that's pretty prevalent. Yeah, I think we've got an idea of where this is going. One triple three five three. Give us a call. What did you mean to Google? Lawrence Mooney in this afternoon for the last time in 2017. Oh. <laughs> so we're doing one of our favourite of all time segments. And with normally... Merrick Bill presents What Did You Mean to Google? Normally we're banned from doing this until after five, but it's at the sexy new time oh. before, just after four when kids are in cars. Yes. So parents can explain. <laughs> now, the way this segment works is basically the in- internet is a very dangerous place oh, you and you could mean to Google anything harmless mm. or innocent mm. and you might end up somewhere you didn't mean to. Yes, mm. and to kick it off, we've got Scott in Toon Gabby. Now, you um, you actually Googled Toon Gabby. Mm. <laughs> Scott, yeah, thanks for laughing, Scotty. Yeah, okay. good. Yeah, okay, Scotty, what did you mean to Google? Uh, so there's a mate of mine working in a golf store, uh, trying to show some customers a set of custom golf shoes called My Joys. Yep. Uh, had the monitor turned around and managed to bring up a uh, different kind of My Joys, some sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a hole in one though yeah. with both of those items. <laughs> Let's get them all out, out of the rough. Yeah. <laughs> Straighten the bunker. Yeah. Sorry, Danny. I said putt, yeah. not butt. <laughs> he pulled out his one wood. Yeah. Uh, I, wanted a, I wanted a putt plug. No. <laughs> Mez doesn't want to do the show tomorrow. He's going to try and get pulled off today. 
Yeah. Off air. Off air. Yeah, of course, when I get home. <laughs> Hello? Steve from Carlton. Stevie, what well, did you hey, mean to Google? Hey, fellas. Hello, mate. How's it going, man? <laughs> Pretty hey, loose, Steve. Pretty hey. loose, Steve. Hey, um, best, you blokes, I'm going to miss you, fellas, when you're off air after tomorrow. It's been uh, very enjoyable. Anyway, Thanks, Steve. Um, so you blokes know I'm a pastor in a church, right? Yes. So about five years ago or so, we are organising some Christmas do at a church I used to work in, and... Uh, I thought, well, let's have a barbecue. Well, you know, have, get a barbecue going. So I jumped on Google at at work at church in my office. At a church. And I've googled, yep. And I've googled spit roast. Oh, mm. Steve. Re- Reverend Steve, you're going to have to come and, and speak to the Monsignor. And, no, no, different different team, mate. Different team. I'm sorry. Got kids. Um, but I had no idea that that was a thing. And. Apparently it is. Mm. There you go. Mm. What do you mean? Apparently it is. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you it's know what a spit roast is? It's just like a, it's a large rod through the meat, and you put it over the, the heat. <laughs> over the, over long... the holes. Over yeah. the coals. Yeah, that's <laughs> over <it>. the coals. <laughs> oh. Steve's good value. Pastor Steve. Pastor Steve came to the Wayward mm. Brewery with us earlier this year. Terrific bloke. For the touring. Mm. Terrific bloke. I don't know what sort of images he's showing in this church, but I'm prepared to become a member now. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kyle in London. G'day, mate. <laughs> G'day, boys. How are you? Very good. good. What did you mean to Google, Kyle? Mate, uh, yeah, I was asked to do a PE assignment. So sitting there in the school library, and um, I've, I've typed in water sports. Uh, mm. As you can imagine, that didn't go down too well with the class full of kids and the teacher looking on. <laughs> a few what? German pictures and things come up. Oh, oh. oh. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, and you were just about to say, oh, water sports, or oh, maybe showers. No, oh, mm. too much. Yes, got you there. It mate. always happens at a very innocent place, doesn't it? At a church, in a school, <laughs> in the golf shop. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, interrogal. G'day, Hugh. How you going, boys? Very good, mate. What did you mean to Google? Uh, it wasn't me, mate. It was uh, me uh, wife now. We're getting married and beach wedding. And uh, obviously, you want some candles, some thongs. And so she Googled uh, brown leather thong. She reckons you never get the vision out of her head. Oh, definitely writing that one down. It's not getting it out. It's not getting a brown leather thong out of your head you've got to worry about. It's about getting it out of something else. Yes. Bit of flossing there. I wonder whether old Christopher Pine, I know he was hacked, but I wonder whether the hackers were trying to just Google hay and corn or something else on Twitter. Like, I wonder whether he was a victim of what he meant to Google. Oh, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. No idea. <laughs> Is that something? Hay okay. and corn. Mm. Okay, Brett in Reevesby. What's going on, boys? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> what did you mean to um, Google, Brady? Uh, it was actually my grandma, and uh, she look, she was looking. She was on Google and she was looking up a recipe for cream pies. Oh. And and how and how do you make them? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if I can say that. No, no. So hang on a second. So she's she's looked up cream pies, but then she's seen a couple sausage rolls, a couple of savoys. <laughs> Lawrence Mini with me this afternoon, spending the whole arvo with me today. It's great naughty to Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> naughty, <laughs> naughty Lawrence. Bad Lawrence. <laughs> Liam is sweating bullets, uh, as mm. he should be. Uh, and we can see because he's taking all his clothes off <laughs> to cool himself down. <laughs> <laughs> We've got nothing to lose now, Liam. The, the reason I'm really nervous is because... Don't uh, stand so close to the fan, yeah. are <laughs>
<laughs> you're staying drill. You're staying for the full show today. <laughs> yeah, the full drill bit. Normally I can relax for the second hour, but now it's two no, hours. You're going to be on edge for two hours. Mm. Because Mez and I are off to the comedy store. Yes. At tonight. six after the show to do Picture Discuss, which unfortunately, folks, is sold out. Completely sold out. Fortunately slash unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. Humble brag there. Uh, something that has been an awesome part of the year, though, Lars, of course, has been Big Mal's voicemail. Yeah, it's been fabulous that we've had uh, access to the Prime Minister. We just heard him on the news talking about tax cuts. But wherever he is, at Curabilly, Point Piper or the Lodge, we've been listening to his voicemail. <laughs> and uh, I, I know that he knows that this is his last one, so maybe he'll send us a bit of a tribute. Let's have a listen. Hello, it's the Prime Minister speaking. Well, what a week. First, I can't think of a ACDC song, and now this is officially my last Malcolm's voicemail on Merrickville. I've enjoyed being a part of the show. Merrick, you're a terrific constituent and a great guy. You and your good lady are welcome up at the Piper any time. To the Moon Man and his limited repertoire, if I go, then you're up shit creek, buddy. Tell me what you'll miss about Merrickville and leave a message for the guys. Oh, hi, guys, it's Jackie speaking. I love you, especially Liam. He sounds quite sexy for a prematurely balding young bloke. My favourite segment was Hurt Locker. Make your hurt so good. Come on, baby, make your hurt so good. Sometimes love don't feel like it should. So come make your hurt so good. That's what I'd sing to you, Liam, down in the woodshed. Just me and you and some firearms and a load of bugs. I also really like Sasha Tannick reading the news because she reminds me of me. Call me, Liam, 1-800-WOODSHED. It's Jackie. Uh, hello, it's uh, Rudy speaking, the stereotypical Dutchman from Merrickville here. Well, this is uh, the last tiptoe through the tulips, fellas, and I've enjoyed the ride. I want to reach out and around, though, to Liam, who I think could benefit from a sexual workshop. Martha and I would like to give you a complimentary weekend of opening up your Kundalini pathways. We know some uh, terrible things probably happened to you in Adelaide at the French festivals, and uh, we want to do some sexual therapy on you. So, OK, guys, keep it up, uh, especially you, Liam. Good on you. It's Lazarus speaking. This is bullshit. You get attached to something, then they move the goalposts. I love the ice cream quiz. Streets Bill Cosby, Paul's Bell End, Peter's Rolf Harris. I wish they were actual ice creams. I've invented one of my own. How about this? The Nestle smash your face in. It really packs a punch for you tops in the eastern suburbs with your massive white teeth. Privileged teeth you can tie boats to, you bloody... Glenn, please. No, sorry about that. OK. Lazarus. <laughs> Here you go, folks. Uh, it's Russie. I thought I'd uh, ride my quad bike down from Nana Glen for the final show, but I just found out on the GPS there's no such thing as Marrickville, so well, I'm pretty pissed off. Anyway, I'm going to have a smoke and just calm down for a bit. It's Russ. <laughs> it's Annie Mads. I've taken some time out from having sex with my housekeeper to say I like it when you boys are cheeky and rude. I love you guys. It's Annie. <laughs> It's the Bond Master here, you absolute champion. There will be a America-shaped hole in my trend-setting lifestyle, big guy. You are the tops, you are the Nile, you are the Tower of Pisa. You are the smile on the Mona Lisa, you are Mickey Mouse, you are freaking grouse. You are tops. Fantastic stuff, boys. Oh, champion. <laughs> Yes, no, I can't believe it's over. And you're pulling out. Don't pull out. Never 
pull out. Stop pulling out. <laughs> I don't want it to end. Just keep going. Keep going. Make sure you keep going. Keep going. Your show has made me laugh so hard. Really hard. Very, very hard. It's so hard. Anyway, if you're having a final party, I'm coming. I'm definitely coming. Oh, God, I'm coming. I want to come. It's final. I'm coming. I'm definitely going to come. <laughs> I guess he's talking about to the party. <laughs> Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. G'day, this is Mark Howard. If you're into sport, you'll love my podcast, The Howie Games. Experience raw, open and honest conversations with a bevy of sporting superstars. Hello, Kevin Peterson. Yeah, I've heard a lot about The Howie Games. Kathy Freeman. Ah, thanks for being you. Big fanning, welcome to The Howie Games. Yeah, Howie, how are you, mate? That's The Howie Games and it's on Podcast One now. Download the app or listen at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Loz, i got a little special treat for you because we kicked off the uh, the show with What Did You Mean to Google? And we mm. thought, oh, wow, that's about as rough as you can get. Uh, but no, something, something <laughs> very Are, are we going to finish with a quiz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> What's the quiz? We are doing... Special... Installment number three of the ice cream quiz. <laughs> Just there has been so many requests for the ice cream quiz. All uh, of them have been from you. Mm. <laughs> no, on Saturday night uh, at the Enmore, people came out saying, "Please, I love the ice cream quiz." <laughs> I actually even had a Dutch bloke come up and said. I wanted to see Rudy tonight. So uh, to you, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, sit back and lick an ice cream. Good on you. <laughs> vivid, vivid into a frenzy. <laughs> well, the way the ice cream and uh, Loz... Actually, uh, why doesn't Rudy do this quiz? Why doesn't he? I'm going to do whatever I like. Okay. Uh, Rudy, have you got a buzzer category for us yes, for the quiz? because of what I heard on the news when the man heard his groin, I'm going to... <laughs> my buzzer category is going to be drill bit. <laughs> Merrick. Cornetto. Cornetto. <laughs> you said Cornetto. Well, like good. it's something that should never be eaten. So the way <laughs> what I've done with the ice cream quiz today is I have found What have you done? Lee? I've found reviews of ice cream. So I'm oh. gonna start reading you the reviews of these ice creams and you guys have got to buzz in when you think you know the ice cream that is being reviewed. Okay? Does that okay. make sense? Hang cool. On. Okay. So reviews of ice cream. Well, yeah, because people are quite passionate about ice cream. Really? People are reviewing ice cream? Yes. Here we go. First one. Mm. What ice cream is this being reviewed? This tastes awesome, as always, but it's probably half the size it used to be. Slowly (laughs) but surely, it has got smaller and smaller. I know. Merrick. Drill bit. No, no, Mary, it's the answer is Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Streets Merrick. Incorrect. It's a creamy, delicious, tiny ice cream. (laughs) I'll keep going. But the price is bigger and bigger. Mm. Rip off. Won't buy again. The very much reduced size means that they melt more quickly, and I believe this accounts for the outer biscuit crumb coating being... Oh, Cornetto. Oh, Cornetto got in there. Yes. Again, Mary. (laughs) No? No. Drill bit. Is it the Peter's Bondi Surf Lifesaver? (laughs) It was. 
It was the Golden Gate time. Uh, what? Oh. Okay. Is that reduced in size? Apparently, according to we this reviewer. A, well, surely we need to have a plebiscite about that and find yeah. out whether okay. or not that should be expanded. Right. I thought the more you licked it, the bigger it got. <laughs> Ice cream number two. <laughs> I have always bought these. The reverse ice cream. What, what ice cream am I reviewing? I have always bought these to enjoy without considering price. Now, if it wasn't for the so-called chocolate cover, which falls off when you bite, it would flow like a soft, watery, milky mess. One bite and the covering falls off and it becomes a mess in Cornetto. your hands. Cornetto. Magic Johnson. Streets magic. What? What? If you can't produce for Are a... Are you reading ice cream reviews or have you just picked up a penthouse magazine you're reading something from Forum? These are dead set ice cream reviews. If you can't produce for a price, increase the price, but don't cheat on quality. It's not ice cream. Oh. Read, the, read the first part of that review. About, the, about, about all the brown stuff falling off. Now, if it wasn't for the, the mess the <laughs> chocolate cover, which falls off when you bite, it would flow like a soft, watery, milky mess. Oh, Cornetto, I know this one. Yes. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin wrote this about Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was a magnum almond. Oh. All right, I'm going to move on to another one because... Technically, that's Macaulay Culkin. Okay. He's a magnum almond. <clears throat> He's an almond. See on the gear? Oh, here we go. Macaulay? Mm. Mm. Okay. What ice, cream, alone. what ice cream is being reviewed? Within a syringe. I love this bad boy ice cream. Tonight I treated myself. I could not wait to open it, but when I did, I could not believe how small he has got over the years. Still yum, though. Just needs to go back to his old size. Become the good old... Drill bit. Yes. Um, it is the streets, Liam Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Paul's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> it's the Bubble Bill. Oh, you get what's the trick with the Bubble Bill? We talked about this. You got yeah, it's yeah. well, it's it's a, basically it, an ice cream based on an old Western kind of. That's right. Character. And you got to lick the cowboy until the ball drops. <laughs> we uh, slim to none to be back on air tomorrow. All right, this is the last one, and this is the most remarkable. Review I found. Do they have two on the... I can't remember the bubble. Is there two there? I'm not too sure whether it's one or two balls, but... uh, But you've got to lick it until... One of them drops off. What ice cream is being reviewed here? Sorry to say, but I have watched with too much indifference the downward spiral of this ice cream, and now I seriously regret not getting angry about it in public before. As a child in rural New South Wales, I would ride my BMX three kilometres to the local convenience store to get one of these in the summer heat. They were big at least double the volume, chocolatey and milky. They were firm and not easy to bite through. And when you did bite through them, they were dense and you could see the crystalline structure of the ice cream radiating out from the stick. Ooh, how Cornetto. it froze. Cornetto. Stick. It is the Streets Don Burke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Buller Alan Jones. <laughs> Now they are overly aerated, literally whipped with air like a cheap chalk mousse. Fluffy mud, watery. Feels like there are lots of vegetable gums to keep the creamy mouthfeel, but just... Drill bit. (laughs) Straight back door. Jock Billabongs had nothing on these back in the day, but were the next best premium option. Frankly, now the home brand Chock Milk Pops with all their palm oil oh, glory. Uh, 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 
Cornetto. Shoot pedal cock. Pop. Pedal pop. Okay. Okay. I award you no points. You award you no points? What? Now, what was the ice cream, please? It was a paddle pop. Oh, I was right! Yeah. That's exactly paddle what pop. I said. Is it? Chocolate mm. paddle pop. Is I'm that what you said the I'm first time? I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Yeah, he's just <coughs> had a bit of something in his throat. Paddle pop. I can't, I can't believe this, but unfortunately, Lawrence is sticking around for the next hour. Oh, mm. oh that's right. By the way, because after five o'clock, we can loosen up a little bit. <laughs> And a science experiment went wrong at Concord High. Mm. Uh, today, students were evacuated and emergency services, emergency services were called in uh, to attend seven dizzy, lightheaded students who'd been studying science. Yeah, they'd been studying a Patra bottle and, uh, <laughs> yep. and just went, ooh. Got yep. really dizzy. We, when we were introduced to the Bunsen burner, uh, so you go into science, year eight, and uh, it's like, what you've got in front of you is two gas taps and uh, you turn them on and it's like, so yeah, gas taps. And then, of course, some people who are irresponsible because they're 13 just turn the gas taps on and leave them on. <laughs> leave them. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's not good. Can you just, but can you even believe that there was like teen, like uh, they obviously still do it. They just let teens just go, yeah, you can have a, uh, an entire gas source there. And yeah. Just, yeah, no worries. Just, and I remember matches. Jonathan Schur, uh, not his real name. Yes, it's his real name, <laughs> if he's still alive. <laughs> he was a smoker, and so he turned the gas tap on and just lit it. Wow. Straight from the tap. From the tap. Yeah. From the tap. From the tap. And Father Jones, I remember Father Jones, who was elderly at the time, <laughs> he moved across that science laboratory a pace and just openly wailed into that boy. <laughs> just yelling, you stupid boy, you can uh, kill us all. Yeah. Just do you remember do you remember how good magnesium ribbon was? Remember that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Magnesium don't ribbon. look at this boys. Don't look at it. Don't because look at it burns look at white it. hot and it, it's hot it can burn as hot as the sun. Yep. It'll burn your eyes. I've just looked at it and I've just every time I blink I see just a green stripe. Forever. Forever. And it never goes away. <laughs> and you go to the beach and you have a little bit of light down the beach and then you see these little dots moving in your mm. eyes. That's magnesium ribbon burning. It's still in your eyes forever. What about when you're introduced to your mice for the first time and you're gonna study the mice and raise the mice? Incredible. And uh I I actually got very fond of the mice and <laughs> over the uh school holiday period. The, the roster went badly wrong, and we ended up with 40 dead mice. <laughs> what? Because they didn't get fed or watered. Oh. On whose watch? Oh, that's sad. that's so sad because they could have been cut <laughs> on, open. On whose watch? Yeah, what? I think I don't think they were wasted. No. No, they were. They went straight down to the incinerator because it was uh, the, the reek, the smell of... 40 dead mice. I had one of those things where they give you a chicken and you have to look after the chicken. <laughs> I haven't told a, this story for years. A roast chicken or a no, real chicken? No, it was a little baby oh, chicken. A little plucky plucky yeah. the chick chick. They give you a little chicken, right? And it was, uh, they gave, they gave every, everyone had to have one. One of the kids in class. Why used, is there a Peter protest outside our studio? <laughs> one kid, no joke, I think we were like, I think we were 12. No, I, and oh, one he did kid, not Ozzy Osbourne the Chicken. He fed his chicken. No, he fed his chicken a piece of hash, and the guess what? what? Baby chickens don't naturally eat hash, and it died right. straight away. 
Weirdly, his name was Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> and it, again, it, it was one of the but 11 secret herbs and spices. I got my little chicken and I, had a, I took it home, had a little shoebox and a light for it to keep it warm at I, night. I, I think that you would be very kindly towards an animal. I am. I am. I love animals. And so this uh, this little bird, which was like next to my, my little single bee, because I think it was only about 12 or 13, and, uh, and then during the night it was chip, 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 chip. And I went, oh, you know what it is? You're cold, mate. You're cold. And you're in a crappy box. You know what you need to do? Get under this doona. Get in here with me. Get you in the Dutch oven. Right. Get in here. You'll be right here. <laughs> I woke up in the next morning. Chicken palmer. It was flat on my boob and stuck to my boob. And you could see the little claw marks and everything. It was it was so heavily stuck to me. I'd fallen asleep on him. He'd gone. He de- I deaded him. Mm. And I woke up and went up to my parents and said, I think I fell asleep on my chicken. And, they and, went, and he oh, tried to you... scratch his way out. There was claw know. marks I don't know. on your chicken nipple. Chicken tender. It was just, Hold it was like an episode of There were claw of marks on your nipple <laughs> and a flat chicken. I was like, oh, yeah, I fell asleep no, on it. One him. of his claws was no, through, my, through my nipple. It's not right. Why are you playing a song? Just because you're saying it in retrospect, it doesn't make it right. One triple three five three. give us a call. Have you seen <laughs> no, an you experiment? Do you want to take calls? Yeah, why not? I thought that's what we were doing. Weird science experiments. Have you had an experiment, a science experiment go wrong? <laughs> this, this this break was an experiment. We have got no idea what we're doing, but we're doing this. Uh, taking your calls because they've come through. On science experiments that have gone wrong, Concord High School uh, has had a bit of an incident where some kids had to leave after mm. mixing some highly innocuous... Bloody chemicals or something. I don't the, know. The, I didn't bother the, reading into the story. Maybe the moral of the story is <laughs> uh, if you are going to name your high school after an ill-fated aircraft, don't do science experiments. Oh, that's a, good, that's a very good call. <laughs> Just very quickly, Loz, one of my favourite things when I was in high school was two kids, uh, a guy called Misha and another guy called Billy Sherry. Not their real names. They're, They're real names. <laughs> and uh, they were having a dispute during science class when they were um, chopping open... Uh, like ox uh, heart and lungs, you know, when you do that mm. dissection thing anyway. And uh, then I think it was Misha just went, this scalpel would look better in your hand. Oh, I'm going to dissect. Bang! And put it right, you know, with the thumb oh. and the, between the thumb yeah, and the index finger and just went in there like that. And I looked at it and I went, that is the one of the moments I'll remember for the rest of my life. That is the fatty meat bit of your hand. It was in, it was a scalpel. It, it was in. If you press that hand, if you press that bit, it's quite relaxing. I don't reckon. I don't reckon Billy was relaxed no. from memory. He was panicky, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> can you believe they Bleeding trust twelve-year-olds and thirteen-year-olds with scalpels and Bunsen burners mate, and chemicals? Mate, not only that, they gave them to me. <laughs> like I told them before we were doing the experiments, I'm going to be an idiot with this stuff, and they're like, "Ah, oh, no, you'll probably be mm. all right." No, I won't. No, I'm going to heat up the scalpel with the Bunsen burner and burn somebody with a hot scalpel. Yeah, and the hydrochloric acid. Uh, we're going to use it in a plastic container, but we're going to put metal in there to show you how it burns. But don't pour it on Darren. <laughs> don't pour it on Darren Thomas, just because he's a little guy. Can't fight back. Not real name. Real, real name. It's Kevin in Campbelltown. <laughs> Kevin's not real name. Yes, it's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kev. Hey, mate. Hello. Good, mate. What, did you, what happened in science class? Oh, uh, this would have been like one um, the private school. This went down. Um, basically, fart gas gone wrong. Ended mm. up having chemical spill team, police, ambulances, you name it. Ended up on the news as well. So. On the news. Now, fart gas is sulfuric. Sulfuric acid. Sulfuric. 
Sulfur oxide? Sulfur chloride? Sulfur chloride? Look, I'm just Does it matter? Does it doesn't matter. Uranium poxide? <laughs> Borkside aroxide? <laughs> so far, gas gone Roxy wrong. Roxy Jacinko? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no idea. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, got Rockside Matt. Jajenko. <laughs> One of the most lethal chemicals around. <laughs> Matt in Miranda. G'day, mate. Hey, Matt. How you going? Very good. You had a science experiment go wrong? Yeah, in primary school, we were given a couple of, like, goldfish. Um, and on the first day after we got it, uh, my brother and I were thinking, you know, this doesn't seem like... Fish fish flakes just don't seem like they could fill up anything. You know, on, it didn't make we, sense to us. Sorry, Matt, but I just missed that. What were you given? Goldfish. Uh, a goldfish. Oh, a goldfish, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. And and we thought fish flakes, like, you know, we thought that can't fill up anything. It's oh. just flakes, you know. So we thought, let's just feed it pieces of ham. And <laughs> it's, it's natural quarry. But, 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 so it died pretty quickly. Oh, you're and because it, because it was so quick, my teacher gave me another one. The day after we got the second one, my brother decided that he hadn't he had enough of his cornflakes and milk, so he poured that into the fishbowl before we went to school. Breakfast of champions. So, two days in a row, we killed two goldfish by ham and cornflakes and milk. Yeah, we didn't get a third one. Mm-hmm. The good thing is, is that those creatures have no memory of their own deaths. <laughs> goldfish. Oh, little goldfish. Oh, you know, here's the thing about goldfish. Traditional disposal of the goldfish, too. Straight down the I've got a mate whose party trick was to eat people's goldfish. I ate one not that long ago. In fact, <laughs> three years ago. Okay, well, Gary from Penrith on the line. Just Gary Just from kidding. Penrith. Hello, yeah, guys. Hey, boys. All right, science experiment going wrong. Yeah, just um, mix this chemical, mix this chemical, whatever you do. Don't mix all the chemicals and put them over a Bunsen burner. Mm. Um, well, just mix all the chemicals and put them over a Bunsen burner. So, oh, man, yeah, police, fire, ambulance, hazmat, uh, about <laughs> 250 people evacuated, went to hospital, a lot of them. Um, yeah, a lot didn't come back to school the next couple of days either. So, oh. Did you go to school in Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Over the years, the chaser has gone to war with, well, everyone. Now in our new podcast, we've joined with Border Force and ASIO to interrogate the scum that threaten our way of life. Writers, thinkers, and worst of all, comedians. Extreme vetting with the chaser. If you like comedy or national security, catch us on Podcast One. Download the app or listen at podcastone.com.au. No matter what you're into, there's one for everyone. Podcast One. Laws, I went to um, a sports physio today to go and get uh, some treatment done, and I bumped into uh, a bloke who used to be the sports physio, the physio for my footy team, like about, oh, Almost 15 years ago. I haven't seen him for ages. Terrific bloke. And I bumped into him at the uh, at the physios. And I said, oh, good. How you been? He goes, oh, good, man. What have you been up to? And stuff like that. Oh, good. And I turned around. And the, the staff, there was about three, four staff members there. Right. And they didn't know that we knew each other. And I said, oh, oh did you do you guys not know that this guy's name is um, Dr. Death? <laughs> and they went, sorry, wh- what? And I said, yeah, yeah. We, we used to call him Dr. Death. His nickname is Dr. Death. And they went, no. And he looked at me like, don't, no. can you not? So, because oh, no. um, I've kind of, sh- 
I've shaken that nickname from the footy club from 15 right. years ago. So he wasn't that, that Indian doctor that worked on the Gold Coast for a while just killing old people? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. Yeah, that's why we got the nickname. He was great around the club, though. I'd love to have a can. Mm. Um, <laughs> just before surgery. Just before surgery. Mm. He used to have about 20, 20, 30 so cans. So why Dr. Death? Uh, just because, I don't know, it just seemed like a funny kind of name right. to give him because he, he was the only bloke who was prepared to donate his time as a physio to a, you know, a small footy club, the Balmain Tigers. So he was like... Like, oh, you know, I'll help out uh, with this AFL club. and You didn't and play for the Balmain Tigers. No, no, different, different. Right. Uh, AFL, not, okay. not, you know, proper big code, not big, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he used to donate his time to the club. So we used to call him Dr. Death. But the thing was is that when he, like, he's obviously shaken that name after over a decade and he's, and he's, he's looking at me like, can you not tell? So I, of course, being me, I went... Does he not? Has he not told you that his name's actually Doctor Death? And have you never had a name that you wanted to shake? Could you? Couldn't you empathise with the man's ability to reinvent himself and leave his past behind? I've had two. When mm-hmm. at the footy club, I was called Steggles because I got chicken legs. I haven't been able to shake that. Yeah. But when I was at school, I had one I couldn't shake for years, and it was. It was also Steggles because you got a lot of loose skin around. <laughs> <laughs> Loose kind of like goose pimply skin <laughs> with a weird neck hanging out. <laughs> and no matter, no matter what you do to it, no one wants to eat it. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. No, uh, my, my nickname was um, was actually Eagle Beak because I had oh, a big nose. Because your head would have been smaller then, so your nose would have just stuck just out more. so huge. And I didn't know that people were calling me Eagle Beak, and then I found out right. one day it was Eagle Beak, and everyone was calling me that, and I couldn't shake it for years. Well, this is this is going to be the future name of our, our future radio show if we ever do one again. Yep. Eagle Beak and what I used to get at school, because I'd never had it at school, I used to be called Loza or Moon or Moonface because my head was quite round. And Moonface didn't particularly bother me, but I got to... High school, and all of a sudden, someone abbreviated my name Lawrence to Laurie. Hmm. Well, it's not my name. No. It's like, you may as well call me Graham. It's not. Uh, and no, then, and then Laurie just catches on, and all of a sudden, it's out of control. Everyone's calling me Laurie. I don't want to be Laurie. You I'm look like a Laurie. I'm not Laurie. No, Laurie. Laurie's, you know, Laurie's. Laurie a, is a single mum of three <laughs> whose husband Graham has left her <laughs> because she's let herself go. Or Laurie is working at Caratha in an open cup, mm. you know. Uh, <laughs> G'day, Laurie. G'day, mate. Good on you, champion. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, Eagle Beak and Laurie. How did you what a team. How did you, how did you shake it? I, uh, I <laughs> Threats of violence. No, a yeah, of violence. Uh, Became an adult. <laughs> no, it, I just asked people to stop calling me it. Uh, it's like, I don't like it, so stop it. I found out about... Uh, but what happens when you ask people to stop calling you something? They keep the calling you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Liam? I found, I found out, um, I got told this story on the weekend about a guy I know from back in Adelaide who wanted to be called. He he came up, tried to come up with his own oh, nickname. Oh, no. Don't do and that. And he asked people to start calling him Turbo. So can you, turbo? Can, you, can you call me Turbo? <laughs> can you call me Turbo? And and everyone went, yeah, sure, no worries, mate. No. Uh, and then we're going to call it, you F Stick. It didn't catch on. And then turbo. one night he had a bit of an incident uh, when he was over at uh, a female acquaintance's house. He might he, he didn't make he had didn't make it to the bathroom, and of course his nickname then became Turdo. Oh, yeah, good. See, yeah, I thought it was going to be, there was another instance and then the, the name Turbo was very applicable. <laughs> right. which is, I've been super called, quick. Yeah, I've been called, I've been called Speedy, Super Quick, Turbo. That's mm. by Georgie. Nitrous, yeah, exactly. So, and Liam, have you got a nickname that you're 
uh, happy to see the back of. Not really. Come on. Don't, don't, why would you think that me and Mez would start, you know, riding it up yeah. on the toilet? You'd, you don't want to get rid of the name casual sex offender. <laughs> I've got a great segment that I do from time to time. You live in this city, but do you know what lies beneath? This is an incomplete history of Australia's first colony. This is Sydney Uncovered. Mm. Okay, Sydney Uncovered, where I go and find uh, a little piece of uh, Sydney history Mm -hmm. and I delve a little bit deeper, but not that deep, pretty shallow actually, just on the surface mainly, and then I kind of expose it and teach you a little bit about history and point out the inequities of somebody else. You jump in the kiddies pool of history. Exactly. Exactly. And today I've picked one which is a little bit close to my heart because anybody who listens to the show knows that I'm in a constant battle uh, with Lord Clover Moore over the mayor. Oh, wow. Lord Mayor Clover Moore. (laughs) (laughs) The Sydney (laughs) councillor. Over the roadworks that are currently being conducted in this fair city because they are archaic, Mm. they're old, and who the hell is going, oh, let's look back to technology that's almost 200 years old Mm. and then fashion that down, the one arterial, into a city that already has more one-way roads than anywhere else in the world. I caught the train back from Homebush last night. I went to the Socceroos game, got off at Central, Mm. uh, had to go and pick up my brother's car, which was at Piermont. Oh, I'll jump. I'll jump on the light rail. I'll give it a crack. Try getting into a cab. I stood on the light rail, yep. standing at Central Station. Four. Light rail turned up. Four minutes later, drove off without picking anybody up. There was about thirty of us standing on the platform, going, "What just happened? What happened there?" It just drove off. Yep. Looking forward to more of that going down George yep. Street. That's going to win. Anyway, so I've picked it. And here's the thing: Sydney, of course, used to have trams. Mm. It's not. It's not a new thing to have a light rail or a tram system in the city. In fact, it dates right back to the mid-19th century. And I have exposed it for your delight. Sydney and Australia's first tram was a horse-drawn carriage down Pitt Street, running from the railway station to Circular Quay in 1861. From the beginning, the design was problematic. You see, the desire to haul freight wagons along the line to supply city businesses resulted in a track which protruded above the road surface like a stiffy and tight undies. The tramway rails destroyed opposing carriage wheels when they tried to cross it. Not at all like a stiffy and tight undies. Hard campaigning <laughs> led to the closure of the line just five years later. And as for the horses? Oh, you're not quite... Shh. Sleep now, Sparkles, you sweet unicorn. It was not until 1879 that a steam tramway was established. It was a great success, and the steam system spread rapidly, like a stiffy in tight undies. Electrification came to Sydney Lines in 1898, and most of the system was converted by 1910, although the Parramatta steam system remained until 1943 in what is now classically known in Sydney government as the you Western Sydney Manoeuvre. When the Sydney Harbour Bridge opened, the North Shore tram lines were brought over the bridge to the city centre. However, they terminated in the underground Wynyard Railway Station and did not interconnect with the city lines at all. So, just like Sydney roads, there's a history of shit not connecting up logically. The last Pitt Street tram ran in 1957 on a Saturday night at 1am. Wow. 
Licensing laws in 1957 were more progressive than now. Nice one, Clover. Within minutes of the tram's run, the overhead wires were pulled down and the tracks were paved over to ensure there would be no return of the trams, even if the replacement buses should prove inadequate. The replacement buses were inadequate, making a loss from the start. And within just a few years, the city council started to regret the loss of the trams. But it was too late. Or was it? Now in 2017, we're bringing back antiquated transport technology to service a city that in 10 years will have flying drone cars. So why not bring back Sparkles the Horse as well? Nah, some things are best left buried, like a stiffy in tight undies. That was the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Make sure you never miss a thing. Download the Merrickville Catch-Up from the Triple M app.